Lecture topic: Prison of Desires. It's part of insan's nature. Allah Taala has created us that insan has various needs, and Allah Taala has placed the desire of these needs within him. He has need to eat. Allah Taala has placed the need also, or together with the need, the desire to eat, <laughs> and this is a means of keeping. The system continuing that a person, because he desires to eat, so therefore he then undertakes what's necessary to prepare that food, to, pre- to acquire it, and all the efforts that go behind it, because this drives him towards what he needs to do and what he desires to do. But if this, on the one end, on this level, this is a very great benefit to him. But then, if he allows this to exceed its bounds, because of the desire to eat, he keeps eating beyond his need, and he overeats. Then he's going to now bring harm to himself. He's going to destroy his health, and he will cause so many other problems and difficulties for himself. Likewise, there's a desire for wealth. There's a desire that Allah Taala has created in insan. Zuggina linnas, habbu shahawat min al nisa wal banin wal qanatir al muqantara ila akhir al ayat. This is in a person. So despite the fact that his needs, if he just keeps it to the bare minimum, he can get away with very much lesser. But there's a desire for something more. So that drives him to work. That drives him to do what is necessary. That drives him. So that's in its place. That is something which now has become. Useful for him to acquire his livelihood, but if he allows that to exceed his bounds, and he allows that to take control over himself, then the whole object of life will become that only, and he will destroy his deen in the process, and he will destroy his dunya also, because the whole object will become just the acquisition of that wealth, and as a result, he won't even bother about his deen, he won't bother about himself also, he won't bother about his family, he won't bother about anything. And likewise, the desire that Allah Taala has placed within insan, the natural desire that he has, that he wants to get married someday, that's part of insan's tabiyat. But now, if he allows this to take over him, and he allows this to control him, this becomes a very major problem. So, all these desires and all these shahwat and lazat that Allah Taala has created in insan, there is a Space where within that space, this is a benefit to him. This is a great help to him. But when it exceeds that bound, then and if it continues exceeding that bound, it gradually takes over his heart and mind. Then he becomes a prisoner of those desires, and he is controlled by it. He can't control it. Now that will dictate and. Demand what he does and how he does it, and in order to fulfil it, what not he has to do, but he just becomes a prisoner of it, and as a prisoner of it, he is locked into it. But now he got locked into it because he decided to walk into that trap, and decided to allow those desires to trap him into it, and now he is being controlled by it. But now there is no escape apparently to himself. And indeed, ninety-nine percent of the time, he will not be able to escape out of it on his own. Yes, if he asks somebody to help him to break through that and pull him out, maybe that might work. 
like somebody locked in a prison, then somebody comes and helps him to escape. So they open the door for him or whatever. But he on his own, he's inside, he can't do anything. He's stuck in there. <coughs> These desires, when a person has become the prisoner of them, then this becomes even worse than that physical prison. So the issue is, number one, not to allow the desires to overtake one. There's a mujahada that will be made, but that mujahada will keep him free. When he's making that mujahada to refrain from that desire which is not in order or something that may be in its place but going against the or exceeding the bounds. So at that time there's a mujahada, he will have to struggle against his nafs. But that small struggle will keep him free. It will save him from becoming a prisoner of that. And he will be in control. But for that little effort, there's such a great benefit. And Allah forbid, if a person has become a prisoner of that desire already, then he needs to then urgently seek help. And without that help, he is going to, Illa mashallah, Allah Ta'ala's special grace comes on somebody and against the norm, something works out for him. But that's the exception. The rule is that he will have to seek somebody's assistance, he will have to resort to some help to get out of that prison of those desires. And that will not mean that he will just be doing nothing. Like the person who is being helped to escape out of a prison, then he has to do a lot as well. But without that help, he, he can't even make that effort also. So this is the very important aspect. Otherwise, for a few moments of some kind of perceived pleasure, but he's destroying his dunya and akhirat. So what he thinks now, that I'm going to get some kind of enjoyment out of this, some fun out of it. But that is against every dictate of intelligence. And if a person, for example, was offered that you, ha- this will be very, very enjoyable, exciting, some very, whatever exciting thing that he feels very excited about. But for five minutes you'll have this, and then for five hours you will have to burn in some fire. So now, which intelligent person is going to feel that, okay, this is a good bargain, this is something worth the while. Doesn't matter about the five hours that I would be burning. This five minutes is well worth it. No intelligent person will ever think like this. So this whole dunya and all the time in dunya, somebody lives for hundred years also. This is not even. There's no fraction also to one day of akhirat, which is a thousand years long. So there's no comparison. So now, when this is the case, then who can tolerate that he be in jahannam? for that little pleasure of dunya, and let alone that jahannam is still coming, but even in dunya, dunya becomes a jahannam for him. That he is now trapped in this, and every time he is looking over his shoulder, every time within himself he is miserable, every time he is like that person who is dying of thirst, and as much as he is drinking, he is more thirsty. So now, this is the trap that the person falls in. So the bottom line of the whole thing, the lesson is, that these shahawat Allah has made part of insan's nature, but if it ever exceeds the bounds, he is going to be inviting trouble. So that mujahada that is required to keep it within his limits, that is the means of keeping him free. Not that he is keeping himself shackled here, and he cannot enjoy whatever his heart desires and his nafs is pulling him towards. Rather, that is the means of staying free. And when he gives into that, He's going into a prison of that desire. Then he's controlled and he's got no control himself. Allah Ta'ala gave us that.